Hello, and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast for January 31st, 2019. Thanks a lot for uh, tuning into the program today. I wanted to do a podcast that kind of goes over a couple subjects of like the some of the web stuff that I'm trying to put together right now. And I know it's probably like a lot, a lot of what I talk about on this, uh, on this podcast outside of the photo stuff, but, uh, uh, like it's some of the, the website development stuff that I'm trying to understand and trying to get into more. I've been working with WordPress for the last couple of years. Just today I was going through my old journals of stuff. Um, or I was looking at uh, like some of the work that I've been doing a couple of years ago, back in like 2013, 2014. And that's, um, sort of when I first started getting into like WordPress as the like content management system that I'd be using to do like website editing, and I think that was like back in the fall of 2013. I think before that I had been using Squarespace for a couple of years. So I think I started first putting together my site like BillyNewman.net and BillyNewmanPhoto.com back in like probably 2009 or 2010 when I first started jumping into that, and that was all built on Squarespace at the time, which really I think has improved since then, but had like a lot of rudimentary elements to it that um, uh, I, I don't think I really liked as much as I thought it would. Uh, like some of the, the WYSIWYG editing systems in it weren't really as developed as I might have hoped they would be. And if I had understood, I, I might have been working on WordPress from uh, an earlier point in that. I had like a WordPress.com site for a while, uh, but really back in like 2008, 2007, 2008, 2009, it was just not as developed as it is now. There was really a big leap forward in probably 2012 and 2013 when I think it was Bootstrap that, for, that came out, when the, or maybe at least that's kind of what I know it by, but when websites started becoming more reflowable or when websites started becoming um, more mobile-friendly. So you could pull them up on a mobile page and then also pull up uh, a version of a site on a desktop app and uh, have both of them display pretty well and have them reflow the text in a way that made sense, have them uh, change the sizes of the images in a way that would work well. So it was interesting to kind of see how the internet evolved over, over time. But, um, but I remember in 2013 in the fall, I got hired onto a company and uh, one of my jobs there was to, to sort of re-engineer and rebuild uh, the, the web experience that they had. And, uh, and they had like some, some weird custom PHP site that was built probably back in like the year 2000 is what it seemed like. It was, uh, it was a really strange uh, website. But, uh, but I went through and I, I uh, took a lot of the information that was there and then kind of had to rebuild all of it and had to rebuild some of the, the, the visuals and the portfolios and stuff for it. And it's still in use today. I don't think they've really even updated it that much since, uh, since I built it back in 2013, 2014. And it was really only a couple of months to put it together. Um, so I put that site together, and that's really like how I had kind of learned how, wow, it's raining a lot right now. I'm outside, I'm on my own eye, and it's like, uh, it's been raining the last three days, like pretty hard, but it just kicked up again pretty strong. I wanted to go on a walk. No chance of that. So back to the story. Um, I was doing uh, WordPress development at, uh, at that company I worked for, and at the same time, I was trying to learn WordPress development, like for my own sites and sort of as a hobby for my myself, you know, to try and get into, which is really cool, and it's it's definitely like a, an incredible skill to have. I mean, like when, when you can know how to like edit and build pages for the web. I mean, that's that's so much like what a lot of the content stuff that's being built this decade has been. So it was pretty cool getting to to understand that at a deeper level. And really, I mean, it's probably still rudimentary level if you're actually like a programmer or uh, someone that, that uh, you know, works as a developer for the internet full time. But what I was trying to do was uh, like learn how to use a WordPress theme, use the content uh, management system in the background and uh, try and like put together websites that looked good and were reflowable and like had a modern look to them that, uh, 
uh, like showed a lot of different content in a way that seemed clean and seemed clear. And I think I learned a good way of, of doing that. Um, but uh, but there's still like you know just so many levels to it. It's it's weird when you when you kind of find out like oh once you do understand it, there's just so many additional levels of that to uh, get into like expertise level or or just like how how things are built, how things are structured. Like if it's like fast enough, like you can build it in a way that looks good, but then it'll be slow. And it won't really like uh, load correctly, or like the way that, that things update over time, which is something I, I think I may, might have been talking about yesterday, even where where uh, uh, like uh, problems with some of the plugins and some of the themes that I had uh, caused my site to not be functional anymore. Um, so yeah, just I don't know, interesting like troubleshooting things that you run into. But um, but over time, like I kind of figured out some stuff about WordPress and uh, how to put it together. So I like the way that my site's put together enough right now, but there's still like so many things that it's like lacking and is uh, sort of missing out on. Um, so I'm trying to go through uh, this January and then now into February a little bit and do some redesign stuff on the Billy Newman photo site, like add some additional content, some additional features that I've sort of been putting off for, uh, for the last couple of years because I kind of thought I didn't really need it there. And it's probably true at the time I, I didn't really need it there. And there's not enough traction, you know, outside of these podcasts and uh, outside of some of the, the video or the video and the photo archives that I was trying to put up on the site. Um, it wasn't it wasn't really used too much, um, which is OK. It looks nice, though. It, it, uh, it shows the stuff fine. But I'm trying to go through now and, and make it um, 2019. Uh, 2019 ready uh, for some of the stuff. And in addition to that, I'm trying to build a couple additional sites, um, a couple extra sites. Uh, so I, I bought a, I've been also working on a podcast outside of this one called the Night Sky Podcast, and that's all about like uh, astronomy and sky watching. Uh, and so I, I host that site or host that podcast, excuse me, I host that podcast on on this website, on billynewmanphoto.com. Uh, but I bought a domain name, uh, nightskypodcast.com and so I'm trying to build a pretty simple WordPress site that can uh, host a lot of the information about that podcast and about that project as a whole so it'll be pretty basic and it's it's not supposed to be something that's um, it's hugely complicated by any means but I'm interested in you know just trying to trying to make some different graphics and, and make uh, some explanation of the, the podcast and sort of how it works just to kind of uh, differentiate it a little bit and so um, as just like a, a side project and a hobby I'm trying to put it together but uh, I've been trying to find out some ways to do that in an easier way. So I've already built um, about three or four pretty usable WordPress websites. And what I was hoping to do was trying to try to take a lot of that, that work that I had already done and then migrate that over to this new Night Sky podcast website that I'm trying to put together. Um, along with another site that I'm trying to put together, I'll, get to get, I'll, I'll probably talk about that in the next podcast. But um, for this Night Sky podcast website, uh, what I was hoping to do was take like a lot of the the way that I've customized the theme that I'm using and a lot of like the page layout stuff that I've already put together for let's say my Billy Newman photo website and I want to try and find a way to migrate that over to this night sky site and then strip out the parts that uh, won't be the same you know I'll replace the graphics replace a lot of the, the layout stuff in a way that would be unique and bespoke to the way that I want this night sky podcast website to go but it's a little better than or it's, it's a lot less work it's saving me a ton of time so that I don't have to go back through and make customizations to each of the of the fields associated with the site in a way that would be uh, like brand new to it so um, so I'm trying to learn about that a little bit what I've been uh, trying to do is find out I guess different ways to do that so one thing that I ran into while I was trying to do a bunch of this troubleshooting on my site um, over the last couple of weeks was um, that I'm really in need of making backups of my WordPress sites. And so what I, what I went through and did is I, uh, I made 
and I'm, I'm sure there's there's ways within WordPress to do this, but I was using a plugin um, that's, and you should let me know if, if anybody's listening out there and they've had experience uh, doing backups of their WordPress site, uh, you should let me know what was the most effective. There's, um, there's like the cPanel backup that I've made uh, from the server side where I backed up the files that were associated with the website. And so hopefully that could be restored in a way that would be useful. But there's also some complications that I think I've run into with that. And it wasn't really as user-friendly as I wanted it to be. And the restore points, I, I don't know, I, it didn't really feel like it worked for me as well as I had hoped it would. Um, but it, but it did, it did uh, come in use. It, it was very useful for me to do that uh, when I did run into problems and I wasn't able to access the site. Um, so I'm glad I had those backups uh, of the cPanel. But if I do still have access to the 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 WordPress dashboard of my website. What I'm hoping to do is use um, this plugin system that I found. Uh, and I'm sure like a million other people, according to what it said, uh, have found it also. But I'm using this plugin called Updraft Plus um, to try and make to try and make backups of my WordPress pages. So I went through and I made backups of each of the the WordPress websites that I've created so far. And first, that was the BillyNewmanPhoto.com website. Uh, and then in addition to that, there was uh, goldenhourwedding.com. So I made backups of the both of those. And then there's another two websites that I'm still kind of working on, uh, and I want to I try and make those new. But I did make backups of those also, and I, I was able to save those on my server, but I was also able to download those to my local drive and put those on, a, on an external hard drive. And the great thing is, is that uh, I can version those backups. So when I make adjustments or when I make updates to my site, and I want to make another backup of it, it'll make a, I can make a backup, and then I can download that, and that'll be like the, the up, you know, oh, this was in January 2019, but with all these extra pieces of content and with all these extra additions to the site, this will be the backup I make in February 2019, something like that. Um, what I'm trying to figure out, though, is, uh, and I think what I've discovered is that um, what I want to do is take a backup of my WordPress site, let's say in this case, the BillyNewmanPhoto.com backup, and I want to use that to, to clone and then migrate that over to the NightSkyPodcast.com website. And so I think I found a way to do that even within Updraft Plus. Now, the Updraft Plus plugin offers a premium service where you can purchase the ability to do... Uh, a database migration for I think thirty dollars. It's not thirty dollars per site, but I think it's thirty dollars for the plugin, and then you get uh, support from that plugin developer for some period of time. I think it's like six months on the low end, and then and then if you need support for a longer amount of time, I think it's more money than that. Um, there's probably some caveats to it, but that is a, an option that I'm trying to explore right now. Is if I'd want to go through that process of using the Updraft Plus plug-in to do a migration of my site where I can bring in a lot of the, the theme customizations, the theme itself, and uh, the, I guess the, the database with the updated database um, over to the Night Sky podcast website. And it could be an easy sort of one-click solution for it, but I'm also trying to look around and see if there's other ways for me to do an import or a clone of the website. Uh, and the website data so that I can bring in a lot of the information but maybe leave out a lot of pieces that I won't need because I'm not really trying to make an, an exact duplicate or an exact copy. I'm just trying to bring over uh, certain elements that would, that would be, that have already been adjusted in a way that I don't really want to have to do the work over for. So if I could just kind of bring in this draft of a website version that's almost everything complete in the way that I want and then delete the content that was on the blog, delete the, the pieces that were you know, over in this section of the site, 
rewrite an about page and a couple paragraphs over here, recreate some graphics, then, um, then I would have I, what would seem like a familiar site that would be uh, on brand, but it would also be a, you know, a new site that would have a lot of new content on it and it would just uh, kind of remain the way that I wanted it to. So that's sort of the hope that I'm trying to go for. And I guess that the, the Updraft Plus plugin um, creates like XML files for you to use. And um, I don't know how it really works. But I think if you break open the file uh, that you downloaded, you can go through and then, and then there's an, al an alternate way of making an upload for that sort of stuff. But I guess the problem is, is like the database. So if uh, you're migrating a site, it's really expecting all those domain names to be what they had been in the past and not migrated or not a, a set of new links that have this new domain name. So everything's going to link back to another site that it's not, it's not at. So the database of it's just not going to make sense. And I think that's what this migration tool is supposed to help you do. So I'm looking into that, and I'm hopeful that, uh, that I can kind of put that together pretty quickly. I'm, I'm also trying to be conscious of my time a little bit, too, so that uh, uh, I don't spend like a huge amount of time in development trying to figure out you know, how, to, how to go through and fix a bunch of errors that might be created if I try and uh, do a restore of a, a backup or a clone of my other site and try and migrate that over to this new domain. Um, I'm trying to figure out a way where I don't have to really worry about that all, all that much. But I'm still going to do some more research. It's going to be an ongoing, prog uh, an ongoing project, and I will update you in this podcast on my progress. That's what I figure. So I'm going to do that with uh, another site, too. I, I think I might have mentioned it yesterday that we're starting the Golden Hour Experience podcast. And we've also started the goldenhourexperience.com website. And so I'm going to try and go through the same process over on that site so that I can import a bunch of the settings that I have from goldenhourwedding.com and uh, try and put it together in a way so that uh, I get to save a bunch of time and not have to redevelop a WordPress site um, from scratch again. So that's the hope of it. And it could work. It seems like if I, if I pay just a little bit of money, I can make it work, uh, which might make it worth it, I figure. The other news that uh, I was going to get to was uh, some stuff about ebooks. I'm sure you're excited now. Thanks for listening to all this. Uh, so uh, I have been working with the Books app on iTunes, or I guess it's not iTunes. I guess it's in the App Store. You know, when you go, you go to the iOS App Store and then you pull up books, it used to be called iBooks, and there used to be another program called the iBooks Author that would help you create books. They've kind of streamlined that stuff, and they've kind of gotten rid of a few features. Um, so now instead of a separate app, it's all, all of those features are now built into Pages, just as it is, the, the free app Pages that you can get for your Mac or that you can get for your, your iPhone, which is really cool. You can do a lot of stuff just from your iPhone. Um, so uh, what I'm to try and do and what I've been working on for a little bit was um, I want to try and create like a bunch of books that would go up for the iPad and for the iPhone um, and I'm sure I'm going to make a ton of those uh, as free books and then I want to try and make a few of them as, uh, as like paid products too um, which is something that I've been interested in for a long time way back in like 2011 and 2012 and 2013 I'd been working on a couple ebook projects most of those were PDF based because at the time I didn't really like the EPUB format and uh, I didn't really like the lack of I guess a graphic customization that you could do. It was it was really good for for like reflowable text if you wanted to to put an ebook on your Kindle, but it didn't really seem as good for something like a, like a magazine layout that would be really heavy image based uh, content. So I'm trying to look at that and sort of see what I can do uh, in an interesting sort of easy way. But what I'm going to probably do is take my first book. 
Western Overland excursion that I put together back in 2011 and 2012 on uh, on some of those road trips that I was out doing. And I'm going to take all the spreads from that book and lay those out as an as a books app book and uh, throw that up onto uh, the storefront there. And uh, I don't know. I don't Am I using, I'm probably using all the wrong words for this. I think it's pretty close, but I think you understand. I want to put it in the books store on iOS or at least in the Apple app store. Does that make sense? I don't know if it makes sense at all, but what I've gone through uh, to do was uh, I, I try to put in some information to iTunes connect um, if you're if you're not uh, like a content creator for that's using like Apple stuff, you might not know about iTunes Connect. But iTunes Connect is sort of the back end piece. Like if you wanted to sell your music uh, and you wanted to put it up in the iTunes Store back in the day, or now if you want to put it in Apple Music, you would use I think something like iTunes Connect to try and get your music delivered there. And also similar to this podcast here, if you wanted to put up a podcast onto iTunes, uh, what you would do is create an iTunes Connect account. And then you would submit the RSS feed for your podcast to iTunes Connect. And that's sort of how they would, they would go over it. They would look at it. Then they would approve that podcast. And that's how it ended end up in the podcast app and the podcast store, I guess. I don't know. I guess you don't make purchases, but to, in the podcast directory. Um, and so in addition to that, they or and like I guess if you wrote an app, I think uh, that's how you would also submit it to the App Store. And that's where you like put in your payment information and your tax information. Um, if you're putting up an app to sell or if you're putting up another piece of content to sell, like your music or in this case, like um, like an, an ebook. Um, so that's what I'm going to try and do. So I've just kind of finished uh, some of the stuff around iTunes Connect to put together uh, my tax information for my business and uh, uh, put together some information around like the book stuff. So I'm ready to submit book projects uh, to the app store so that I can uh, throw those up, which would be cool. So I can do free ones and I can do paid books uh, all at the same time. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be kind of an interesting way to, to put together some of those books and, and throw them up uh, on iOS devices and on Mac devices and stuff. So uh, that's, that's something I'm looking forward to. What I'm going to do pretty soon is grab the... I, I think I have the original file still for uh, for some of these ebooks that I put together. Wow, almost I guess more than half a decade ago. You know, it's almost a decade ago soon. Um, it's crazy that we're coming in uh, so far to the end of the the aughts. Is that what they call this decade? The teens? They don't call it the teens. I think they call it the aughts. But maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe this is the teens, and maybe the last one was the aughts. Is that right? You guys can correct me. But I'm going to take my uh, Western Overland Excursion book and the Working with Film book that I made as ebooks back in 2012 and 2013, and I'm going to try and uh, take those spreads, like I was mentioning, lay those out in pages, and then submit those to the, to the, through iTunes Connect to the books store uh, so that I can have those available uh, in the bookstore, like under my name, and, uh, and available for download. So, uh, so I think that'll be kind of cool. It'll be a project that I hope to take just a couple days. But uh, that's just sort of the first phase: is taking those old books and putting that up as uh, part of the library under my name up on the bookstore. But in addition to that, what I'm trying to do right now is go through and I'm trying to build a bunch of uh, like photo books, uh, which I think has been kind of interesting. Uh, I I used to try and like write a lot for the the older ebooks that I had, or at least write like sections, captions, paragraphs, and stuff for it. And uh, a lot of that was sort of thin writing, and um, I, I may still kind of jump into that, but just as a more simple project, what I want to do is go through my, my collection of photographs, and I want to try and pick out a bunch of the images that uh, are all sort of tied together in some sort of 
collection idea. One I'm working on right now is uh, images of the high desert out from uh, eastern Oregon. And so I'm trying to go through all of those images from different trips I've done over the last almost two decades to, uh, to eastern Oregon. And I'm trying to lay those out in a way that sort of shows uh, the, the way that I've grown in photography and the way that uh, time has elapsed out there. Um, you know, so like over time, it's, it's interesting. Like I, I think there's like uh, carvings on a tree that I had done back in maybe 2004 or something like that. But then there's images of that same tree in 2009 and 2012 and then 2015. Uh, and then it's, I don't know, it's just interesting to kind of see that and how it's evolved over time and how it's, uh, it's different now than what it had once been. So I'm looking forward to trying to jump in there and, um, and take a bunch of those images that I had, lay those out as just a photo book so you can go through and just kind of swipe through and see these, uh, these high quality, uh, I guess, renders of these images laid out in an ebook. And that might be a way that I try and uh, show off a bunch of my photographs from here on out is uh, do sort of minimal writing. I think, uh, you know, it's uh, until people start asking for more, I think I'm going to kind of cut down on the amount of writing I do. But I'm going to try and focus on doing some some interesting layout stuff and maybe some interesting context stuff. That's also cool about it is uh, outside of writing and images uh, with uh, with these ebooks, you can put in audio pieces or you can put in like 3D animations or you can put in video clips. Uh, so all of these things I think would be really interesting to try and use and sort of push the limits of the, the type of multimedia experience you can create with these ebooks. And I think that'd be kind of a, a fun way to, to get into it for a little while. But I'm hoping to do this uh, high desert book first. I'm hoping to do like a portfolio book soon where it's just a, a tighter collection of my best images over over the last, you know, however long period of time. Um, or like do do other sections where it's uh, sort of by topic like I'm in Hawaii right now so I want to try and put together um, a book of some of the images that I've taken here in Hawaii over time or uh, some of the images I've taken around astrophotography and around like space and sort of the context of uh, space stuff maybe I can do that under like this night sky heading that I've been working on so just a couple different ideas that I've been uh, trying to run through but I'm looking forward to doing that and I'm probably going to hop off this podcast edit this audio throw it up online and then I'm going to jump over to WordPress and start trying to do some development stuff for the rest of the evening here on this rainy Hawaii evening here in the end of January 2019. Thanks a lot for listening to all of this podcast. Really appreciate it. You can uh, shoot me a message. Go to billynewmanphoto.com. Head over to the About page and uh, go down to that contact form. Shoot me a message if you're interested. I'll get those emails and uh, love to hear from you guys if, uh, if anybody actually ever finds this podcast or tunes into it. Outside of that, you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. I'm sure uh, everywhere else too. So thanks a lot for checking it out. Talk to you again soon.